Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brennan coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas with another Fishers of Men video broadcast. And it is good to be here this evening. And as you know, today is Friday, so you all know what that means. We are going to be diving in and continue to dive into the Book of Romans. And we will be going through Chapter 11 tonight. Um, but before we do, we're going to sing a couple hymns. Then we're going to have announcements. Uh, then we're going to have prayer requests. And then we're going to dive into the message. So, um, we, I'm going to sing a couple of hymns for you tonight. Um, first one is going to be hymn number 524, and it is entitled At Calvary. Um, hymn number 524 at Calvary. <coughs> so here it goes. Years I spent in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not it was for me he died on Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free, pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. <clears throat> By God's word at last my sin I learned. Then I trembled at the law I'd spurned. Till my guilty soul imploring turned to Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. Now I've given to Jesus everything. Now I gladly own him as my king. Now my raptured soul can only sing of Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. Amen. We can find liberty at Calvary and there is no place else to run to when we are in trouble. Amen. It's going to Calvary and going towards Christ and looking at Christ and what he did for us at the cross. Amen. So, next hymn. <clears throat> Uh, next hymn we're going to sing is Nothing But the Blood, hymn number 269, Nothing But the Blood. It's 269, Nothing But the Blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. Oh, no other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. <clears throat> For my part in this I see. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my cleansing this my plea. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow. That makes me white as snow. Oh, no other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing can for sin atone. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not of good that I have done. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. Oh, no other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. <clears throat> this is all my hope and peace. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is all my righteousness. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. Oh, no other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen, guys. It's nothing can wash away our sin but the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, <coughs> today, um, as per announcements, today, uh, as some, of, as a lot of you know, that today is um, Good Friday. Now this is this is not when I say traditionally I mean traditionally okay um, traditionally uh, this is the day that Christ would have died on the cross for our sins um, and this is where his passion would have begun as per being nailed to the cross um, now. I don't necessarily believe that it was today, because if you count from Friday to Sunday, um, you only get two days, okay? So you got Saturday and Sunday, okay? But if you were to count from Thursday to Sunday, uh, there you have three days, okay? Well, let's not make the mistake, okay, that... The Bible makes it very clear that Jesus rose on the third day. So it wasn't two days later, it was three days later. So I am usually of the one 
I'm the one that would point to you that Thursday would have been most likely the day that he was crucified and not today. Okay? But, whatever the case might be, okay, it's going to lead up to, his death goes and leads up to <clears throat> the most powerful and triumphant <clears throat> event in all of human history which was his resurrection. And that we are going to be celebrating the risen Christ on Sunday, because Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. Some people like to call it Easter. A lot of Christians like to call it Easter. But I do not celebrate Easter. I celebrate Resurrection Sunday. Okay, There's a difference between Easter and Resurrection Sunday and you got to remember that Easter has some pagan stuff behind it. It's a pagan holiday. It has no Easter has nothing to do with Bible Christianity. So I call it Resurrection Sunday. So we will be so <clears throat> whatever what whenever you might see where the Lord might be crucified, the biggest thing is it's it leads up to his resurrection which is the most important thing. And so we're going to be covering the resurrection on Sunday evening. So stay tuned, okay? We're going to be reading the account, and we're just going to go and just be, just do whatever the Lord leads on that on Sunday night, okay? So, <clears throat> um, so for those, okay, so anyway, so we're going to be, we're actually entering into the weekend, and uh, we are starting to be letting into Resurrection Sunday. Amen. So, looking forward to that. Um, don't have any other announcements other than that. Um, just kind of keep in mind, uh, June 6th, that's still a little ways out, but June 6th is... Uh, what? Uh, June 6th, I'm going to be heading down to Alma to cover uh for a pastor friend of mine for his sunday evening service so that's what's going to be taking place on june 6th um still a little ways out but just wanted to kind of put it out there i won't say too much about it uh until we get closer and then i'll start to remind you of that um other than that i don't have any other announcements uh per request uh same as usual uh you know please keep uh Brother Joey in prayer, please keep, um, I've got, I've, there's someone that I know that uh, is in need of, that's uh, wanting, uh, not wanting, like, he is in need of salvation, okay, so pray for this person, <coughs> he needs to be saved, um, we've got brothers and sisters that have family that need prayer for, for encouragement, comfort, uh, and, uh, you know, praying for their lost one, family members, um, also we have, I've got friends and family that do watch, uh, this video or these videos and come across them. So pray for them as well. And, um, pray for me, uh, pray that God will just take this and, uh, do with it as he wills and, uh, pray that it would be a blessing to others <clears throat> and, uh, pray that, you know, people will, uh, come to know the Lord as a result of that. Amen. 
Um, other than that, I don't have any other prayer requests. <coughs> um, birthdays. And if I don't know who's got a birthday, so let me know. Uh, for those of you that follow my ministry, if you have a birthday coming up, let me know. want to sing happy birthday to you, uh, if and when. Uh, don't, there is, I don't, as far as I know, there isn't any birthdays as of this moment. But let me know if there is. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> Let's see. Anything else that we need to mention? Don't think there is. Um. Okay, I don't have anything else. So... Before we get into the message, let's go before the Lord in prayer and let's lift up some of these requests. <coughs> and um, we will uh, pray for the message as well. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I do want to thank you, Lord, for this day. Um, thank you, Lord, for all that you, Lord, that you've done, Lord, for, for uh, just my life as well as the lives of those who listen to these to, to these videos, Lord. Um, Lord, I do pray and ask you, Lord, I do want to lift up Brother Joey, Lord. Pray that you uh, would just comfort him, strengthen him, encourage him, lead him, and guide him. Pray, Lord, you just, uh, just Lord, just take his life and do uh, with his life as you will, Lord. I pray, Lord, your, your will will be done in his life, and I thank you, Lord, for that. And thank you, Lord, uh, for his friendship. And, <clears throat> Lord, we do... Um, do want to thank you, Lord, for all those who, who do watch uh, these videos. I do pray and ask you, Lord, that you would please uh, just get a hold of hearts, prepare hearts, Lord. Pray, Lord, that you would receive, uh, that they would receive uh, from you, Lord, tonight, and that they wouldn't receive from me, but they would receive from you. Uh, pray, Lord, that you just have your way and will. Pray, Lord, that you just bless each and every single one that, that does... Uh, Listen to this. Pray, Lord, that you bless the message, Lord. Please give me the words to speak. It be your words, uh, not my own. And, uh, Lord, we do pray and ask that this would be a blessing for all those who hear and watch. And, Lord, we do pray for those who have lost family members. We pray and ask that you just get a hold of their lives, that you would strengthen them, Lord. Just, well, Lord, we pray, Lord, that, Lord, that you would break them down, Lord, uh, that, Lord, that you would um, <clears throat> please help them to see their need for you pray lord you will that you would work in their hearts and lives lord we pray lord that the people would come to know you to love you and serve you lord as a result lord of what you're doing with this ministry and lord we pray lord that you bring the increase lord with this ministry we pray lord that you would you would build the, this ministry and and hopefully church at some point and lord we do thank you lord for your goodness we thank you for your mercy we pray, Lord, you bless this time, Lord, of preaching. We dedicate this to you, and we do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, you guys. Um, so tonight, we are going to <coughs> continue with our Bible study, on our Friday night Bible study. And we're looking and we're preaching out of the book of Romans. And... Um, we are in Romans chapter 11, and I think I might be able to finish it because it's not a lengthy chapter, but it 
is it is a little bit long, but it's not as lengthy as you know you would think. So we're going to do Romans eleven, and then um, this week, and then Sunday, you know, we'll get into the resurrection, and then next week is going to be Romans chapter twelve. <clears throat> so. We're starting to get to the near end of Romans, so please do pray for me. Um, as we start to near the end of Romans, we need to figure out which book we're going to do next. And uh, do please pray for my Bible reading. Um, we are, I am in uh, the book of Isaiah right now. Uh, we are, we will, we will pick up, I think, I believe it's Isaiah 19. Uh, next uh, time we do a Bible reading. Uh, my whole goal is to have the whole Bible read and put on the internet for people to listen to the Word of God. Amen. So you pray for me on that project as we continue forward. Amen. So if you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, we're going to start in verse 1. It says, I say then, hath God cast away his people? God forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. <clears throat> God hath not cast away his people, which he foreknew. What ye not, what the scripture saith of Elias, how he maketh intercession to God against Israel, saying... Okay, now before we continue for further, I just want to point something out. And I think it's very profound, and I think we need to touch on this because it is a very profound thing. Um, in verse 1, we notice that, a, that, that Paul okay, is of the tribe of Benjamin, okay, and uh, if you know anything about Paul, okay, <clears throat> what was his what was his name before he was converted? Okay, his name was Saul. He was a Pharisee. Okay, now I want to bring this. I want to bring this to your attention. Did you know that there are two Saul that I'm aware of? There are two Sauls. In the Bible, you've got a Saul, a Saul in the Old Testament who became the first king of Israel. And you see that we have another Saul in the New Testament whose then name is Paul. And, what, and what's interesting about these two Sauls is that both of the Sauls were Benjamites. They were from the tribe of Benjamin. And um, Saul, the first king of Israel, had a very good start to things. He was a comely man. And um, he was a very, um, very tall man. And... Um, Let's see here. I gotta I wanna see if I can find it. Um 
Oops, that's Joshua, Judges, 1 Samuel. And, um, let's see here. I wonder what it is. I gotta, I gotta first find it. Um, okay. So Saul was, he had a, he was a very tall man, um, I heard it, okay, now, I'm kind of making a bad joke here, okay? But the first Saul that you find, the Saul, the first king of Israel, um, <clears throat> um, I heard it, I heard it, I heard a joke about Saul, about uh, they call him the shampoo man because he was head and shoulders above everybody. But, um, sorry, bad joke. Won't mention that again. But in 1 Samuel um, chapter 9, verse 2, And yet a son, whose name was Saul, a choice young man, and a goodly, and there is not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than he. From his shoulders and upward he was higher than any of the people. So he was shoulders, and he was a very tall, very attractive man. Okay? <clears throat> he had a very strong start in life. Very strong start. And uh, it seemed that he had a love for God. He, you know, he even prophesied the Spirit of God came upon him. But you realize that because he had such a strong start, you, you, you realize that he ends up Sinning against the Lord, rejecting the Lord, lying about his sins, and then seeking after a witch, a woman with a familiar spirit. And before that happened, you see that that uh, it got to a point in Saul's life where God said, I'm done talking with you. And the reason was because he disobeyed. He disobeyed the word of the Lord and rejected the word. And God rejected him. So he had a strong start, but he had a pretty bad and lousy finish. Okay. Now you might say, well, Brennan, why, why are you talking about Saul, first king of Israel? I mean, get on topic. I mean, we're, we're talking about Romans. We're talking about Paul, the apostle. Yeah, we are. Okay, Saul had a good start and had a lousy ending, very lousy ending. But then we see Saul in the New Testament, okay, he had a pretty lousy start. He had a very lousy start. I mean, he was a zealot, he persecuted the church, he had people killed, I mean, he persecuted I mean, he went after people, and on his way to going after more people, um, he got converted, and he had just a really, really lousy start. He was a he was a, a zealot. He was a he he claimed to have he claimed that he followed God, and he wasn't. He was disobedient. He was a sinner. He 
<clears throat> you know, he basically blasphemed, rejected, rejected the Messiah, rejected Christ, you know, just rejected. Okay? That was that was that was Paul's beginning. Okay? That was Saul's ending. The Saul of the Old Testament, that was his ending. But Saul in the New Testament, that was his beginning. Okay? But the biggest difference is, is this. Saul and the Old Testament represented the law. Do you know why? Because he claimed that he kept and followed God's commandments when in actuality he rejected and because he rejected it, God rejected him. And right now, Saul, the first king of Israel, is in hell. He's not in heaven. He's in hell. But he was God's anointed. But God took him out. Okay? <clears throat> Saul, who then became Paul, is like grace. He represents grace. So Saul in the Old Testament represents the law. Saul in the New Testament represents grace. He had a really lousy start. But he had a very strong finish. He had a very strong ending. And... And Timoth and, and 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Paul is telling Timothy, he says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Wow. What a testimony. What a strong finish that Paul had. And 2 Timothy was probably one of the last letters that he that he wrote to him. Before he was executed. So we see that Paul had a lousy start. But he had quite a finish. He finished strong. He had a faith. Remember that. Faith. He was saved by grace through faith. He was a zealot. He persecuted the church. He blasphemed. Yet God got a hold of him. Paul was a murderer. God got a hold of him and he got saved. And you want to know something? A murderer and a persecutor of the church, a Pharisee of Pharisees, God got a hold of him and he did some mighty things. He preached, he taught, he planted churches and wrote two, probably roughly about two thirds of the New Testament. So can I encourage you guys something tonight? Don't ever think that you're not wicked. Don't ever think that you're too wicked for God to save you. Because Paul was wicked. He had a very lousy start. But he finished strong. Saul and the Old Testament had a very lousy start. I mean, he no, Saul and the Old Testament had a great start, but finished Complete and utterly lousy. Completely failed. Completely rejected God. Everything that Paul did in his early life, Saul did at the end of his life. 
And God rejected Saul for it. Saul represent the first Saul represent the law, but the second Saul, who then became Paul, represents grace. Do you guys see that? Saul represented the law. Because that's, that's all he claimed to have he that's all that's what he claimed to have kept. The commandments of the, of the Lord. He didn't keep them. He rejected them. <clears throat> so we see. So does that make sense now? You have two Sauls. One in the old and one in the new. Both from the tribe of Benjamin. One failed. One succeeded. The one that failed was Saul, the first king of Israel. The one who succeeded and finished his course and kept the faith, which is the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. He kept the word. Saul, who became Paul, kept the word. He kept the faith. He kept the faith even to death. Do you see? Saul, first king of Israel, a Benjamite, is the law, and that can't save you. But grace goes further than the law, and grace can save you. We are saved by grace through faith, not of ourselves, lest any man should boast, for it is the gift of God. Amen. So, God hath not cast away his people, which he, which he foreknew. What ye not, what the scripture saith of Elias, how he maketh intercession to God against Israel, saying, <clears throat> Lord, they have killed thy prophets, and dig down thine altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my life. But what saith the answer of God unto him? I've reserved to myself 7,000 men <clears throat> who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. Can I tell you something? Elias felt he, like he was alone. He was by himself. But God answered him and said, That he reserved himself seven thousand men who haven't who have not bowed and kissed Baal, which means that Elias thought that he was alone. God said, "No, you're not." Do you remember the story of Elisha and his servant? How Elisha and his servant were surrounded by their enemies. And, and, and the servant was freaking out and was wondering what to do. And, and, and Elisha said to his servant, fear not for there, there are more of us than there are with them. And Elisha prayed for his servant's eyes to be opened. And he saw all sorts. Then he saw the chariots of God. He saw angels. He saw a whole angelic army getting ready to fight against their enemies. So can I tell you, let me tell you something. There are times, and I know I struggle with this, 
because I struggle with loneliness. But remember, when if you feel like you're the only Christian, if, if you feel like you're the only Christian that's there and there's no one around you, well, number one, don't think that way because that's pride. But number two, <coughs> just know that you're not alone. You have your brothers and sisters with you. Just know that you have brothers and sisters with you and you're never alone. God is always with you. God says, God promises, I will never leave you nor forsake you, but will be with you even unto the end of the world. Amen. You are never alone. You are never alone. But what saith the answer of God unto him? I've reserved to myself thousand men. I reserved to myself seven thousand men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. Even so, then at this present time, also there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then is it no more of works? Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But it be, but if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. You see, if your salvation is so dependent on your works, then grace is no longer involved. Okay? We are saved purely by grace through faith. Not of ourselves, lest any man should boast, for it is the gift of God. We do works because we are saved, not to get saved, and not to keep us from being saved. We do good works because we are saved. Amen? <clears throat> now, what then? Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for. But the election hath obtained it, and the rest were blinded. According as it is written, God hath given them the spirit of slumber, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear unto this day. And David saith, Let their table be made a snare and a trap and a stumbling block and a recompense unto them. Let their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow their Bow down their back alway. I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid. But rather through their fall, salvation has come unto the Gentiles for to provoke them to jealousy. You see, Israel was supposed to reach out to the, to the Gentiles. Okay? But eventually... God said, well, you rejected my you rejected my son. You rejected what he did for you at the cross. I'm going towards the, I'm going to the Gentiles. Now, God is going to go back to Israel, but he's temporarily come to us Gentiles. Why? So that he might use us Gentiles to provoke the Jews to jealousy so that we that through us through our testimony and through 
being able to witness to them that we might reach the Jews. See, God's intention was to reach, to use the Jews to reach the Gentiles. But God is wanting for us Gentiles to reach the Jews so they can get saved. Amen? <clears throat> now, if the fall of them be the riches of the world and the diminishing of them the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? For I speak to you Gentiles. Okay, listen. He's speaking to us Gentile believers. We're Gentiles. Okay, for I speak to you Gentiles. Insomuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my office. <clears throat> now, let me make something very clear. Okay, yes, Paul was an apostle to the Gentiles, but that does not mean that Peter and them didn't go to the Gentiles because Peter did. As a matter of fact, Peter, I think it's even before when Paul got converted, Peter even went to a Gentile centurion and he got saved. He got saved. Amen. He got saved. So not just Paul went to the Gentiles, but there were other apostles that did. Okay, but Paul is indeed a, a an apostle to the Gentiles. If by any means I may provoke to emulation them which are my flesh and might save some of them. For if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive tree, wert grafted in among them, and with them partakest of the root and fatness of the olive tree, boast not against the branches. But if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. Thou wilt say, then, the branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. And thou standest by faith, be not high-minded, but fear. What Paul is saying is, <clears throat> don't get all puffed up, don't get all high-minded, that there are branches broken off, and you stand by faith. Don't, in other words, don't have a holier-than-thou attitude. Just because you're saved by faith, don't have the attitude of, well, look at me, I'm in faith. But look at those branches, they got, they got, they got knocked off. Don't, don't do that. Don't be high-minded. Don't puff yourself up. Don't, don't puff yourself up. 
we we need to witness to the lost. We need to we need to bring people in Christ. Don't puff yourself just because you're saved and you're walking by faith. Don't puff yourself up into thinking that you're more holier than those who got those branches that got cut off. Don't be that way. Paul says, be not high-minded, but fear. For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed, lest he also spare not thee. Don't think of yourself any more than you ought to think. Let's look at that word high-minded. Okay. Uh, Actually, hang on a second. Before we do... um, Let's let's just see. Let's put highly. Um. Okay, Romans chapter twelve, verse three. It says, "For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think." But to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Don't think of yourself any more highly than you ought to think. Okay. Don't be high-minded. Remain humble. Amen. Got another verse I want to share. Whoops. Uh, and Matthew chapter 11, I'm going to start in verse uh Wait a minute. Um, yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 23. Let's read verses 11 through 12. But it says, But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. Amen. <clears throat> if you exalt yourself, you're going to be abased. But those who humble themselves shall be exalted. Don't be high-minded. 
Be real. Don't pretend to think that you're something when you're not. Okay? Don't, don't, uh, don't pretend to be something that you're not. Okay? It's very disingenuous even to a lost and dying world. The lost and dying world wants you to be genuine and not fake. So let's not be disingenuous. Okay? Uh, for if God spare not the natural branches, take heed, lest he also spare not thee. Behold, therefore the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity, but toward thee goodness if thou continue in his goodness. Otherwise thou should be cut off. And they also, if they abide not, still in unbelief, shall be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. For if thou wert cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, we wert graft, grafted con contrary to nature into a good olive tree, how much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? You know, Paul is saying that it is possible for God to graft them back in again. And he's talking about the Jews, okay? He's talking about the Jews. It's possible for God to graft them back in again. Amen? It is possible. That's why we are not to be high-minded. <clears throat> we, we need to be humble. Um, for I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness is part, is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. So don't be high-minded and think that you're wise when you're not. But once the Gentile, the, the Gentile age comes to an end, God is going to go back to Israel. Okay, He's going to go back to Israel, and He's going to graph the Jews, the hundred forty-four thousand that are going to get saved. He's going to graph them back in because they are the natural branches. God is going to graph them back in to the tree. And God can do that because it is possible. With all things are possible to those who believe. Amen. And so all Israel should be saved as it is written. There should come out of Sion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away the, their sins. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. So Paul is saying as concerning the gospel, they're your any enemies. But as far as the Father's sake, as far as for the Father goes, they're the Father's beloved. The Jews are the beloved of God. Amen.
But right now, the Jews are they they very much opposed to the gospel. They're enemies of the gospel, but they are God's beloved. So let's not let's not forget that. Let's remember that. <clears throat> For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. For as ye in times past have not believed God, yet have now obtained mercy through faith, or mercy through un their through their unbelief, even so have these also not now not believed that through your mercy they also may obtain mercy. For God hath concluded them in all them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon all. All the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, or who hath been his counselor, or who hath first given to him, and it shall be recompensed unto him again. For of, of him and through him and to him are all things to him be glory forever. Amen. So I want to say this. I want to say this in closing. Okay, I want to say this in closing because that's all Romans eleven. Okay, I want to, <clears throat> I want to say this in closing. God is not done with the Jews yet. And just because you are a saved Gentile, don't think of yourself as better than the Jews. And don't ever think that just because you are a saved Gentile, don't ever think that you replace Israel because God's not done with Israel. Don't ever think that he's, don't ever think for a second that God is done with Israel because he's not, because he's going back. And when he goes back to him, he's going to engraft the original branches back onto the tree again. Okay? So don't ever think that, that Christ is done with, with Israel because he's not. And you want to know something? All that was made all that was made possible because of his death and resurrection at the cross. Amen. Let's close in prayer and then we'll sing a hymn and then we'll close for the evening. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I do thank you, Lord, for all those who watched. I pray, Lord, that you'd please, Lord, uh, just reach and touch, Lord, uh, those who have listened. Pray, Lord, that your word will just penetrate in their hearts. Pray, Lord, that they were blessed by this. They learned something from it. Pray, Lord, that they would be able to take this and learn from it. And, Lord, we do thank you and praise you, Lord, for your grace and mercy. And we do lift this to you. And we do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead. We'll sing, we'll sing a hymn. Um, and uh, let's see here. Let's go to... I think we'll go to 20 here. I think we'll go to 20. Um, 
Yeah, we'll do 20. Hymn number 20. Revive us again. Hymn number 20. All right. We praise thee, O God, for the Son of thy love, for Jesus who died and is now gone above. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. We praise thee, O God, for thy spirit of light, who has shown us our Savior and scattered our night. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. All glory and praise to the Lamb that was slain, who has borne all our sins and has cleansed every stain. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. Revive us again. Fill each heart with thy love. May each soul be rekindled with fire from above. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, thine the glory. Revive us again. Amen. All right, you guys, that's going to be it for tonight. Um, just as a reminder, um, <clears throat> Just as a reminder, uh, Sunday, we're going to be talking about the resurrection. It'll be resurrection, resurrection Sunday, so we're going to be, be talking about the resurrection on Sunday. And then next week, we will be getting into Romans chapter 12. Amen. So I hope this was a blessing to you. I hope you got something from this. Um, pray and hope that uh, you will be blessed by this. Um, and I uh, want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. And uh, please feel free to share these videos and get the word out. Amen. We need to get the word of God out. Um, but anyways, that's going to be it for the evening. Um, this is Brother Brandon. I'm signing off for the day. Uh, God bless you guys. You guys have a great evening. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll catch you Sunday. All right. Love you guys. God bless you. Have a good night. God bless. Bye.